0: Parsha Shemayis Tovshin Pei. Batikra Shemay Moshe. Bithya, the daughter of Parai raises Moshe Rabbeinu, and she calls his name Moshe Bataymer, and she said, Ki mayim, because I drew him from the water." Says the Sipornai. Batikra Shemay Moshe Bataymer, kimi na mayim Hatam shekarosiv Moshe. Why did I call him Moshe? Why did she call him Moshe? Lechaira, if the name was an indication, that she pulled him out of the water, it should have been his name was Musha or something like that, the one that was pulled out. Moshe means the one who pulls out. Says the Sipurna, she called him Moshe Lechairais. She amaletes He is going to be the one who's going to save others. I drew him from the water, the reason I pulled him and saved him, was from Hashem, in order that he should save others. So therefore she said, Since I saved him from the water, I'm giving him his marching orders, I'm giving him his direction in life his name is Moshe you were saved from the water you are going to be the one who's going to save others and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was called Moshe Unshel Yisrael he is the savior of Kla Yisrael he's the one who went to bat for Klai Yisrael why because he was saved from the water and therefore since he was saved his job was to save others that's why his name is Moshe. I saved him, and therefore he will be a Moshe. This reminds me of Avart, that my Rabbi Zichroi Nilevrocha, Rav HaTzadik, Rav whose yard will be this week, Be'ezus Hashem, was Mechadish when he was a bocher in his shul. There was a youth Shabbos once a year. The bochum would take over. One would be the president, one would be the gabbai. one would be the Rav, the other would be the Darshan. And he was the Darshan. And it was Hanukkah time and he was Mechadesh. Something we've said before, that the nace of the Pach Shemin was actually three nitsim. Number one, the Ivanim were looking for that Pach Shemin to be metameit, and they didn't find it. That's nace number one. Number two, when the chashmenim came into a destroyed wreck of Aves HaMikdash, exhausted from the war, Chaloshim, they found it immediately. That's nace number two. And the third Nase is that the Pach Shemen stay stayed lit for eight days. And Rav Revda said, it was Kiilu we were talking to the Pach Shemen, And he says, you Pach Shemen, your entire existence is because of a Nase. Your entire existence is because of a Nase. We expect you to perform Nisim as well and therefore stay lit for eight days. If your existence is because of a ace, we expect you to perform nisim. And he said that after, was right after the war, and he said, any of us who are still alive, Shem Riturah, Mitzvah, it's a an ace, and Hashem expects nisim of us. And that's, Kimin Amayim Therefore, who are you? You're Moshe. You are those who are going to save others. She was putting into his name, his tafkid in life. But I'd like to take it a step further. Rabbi Chaim has a beautiful Shmuz in Parshas Noyach, May Merhei of Tafshin Lamid Lamed And his basic idea is that a person could infuse into an inanimate object, into a doymeim, spiritual powers, whether it's Kedusha or even Churban for that matter. And he develops it based on the Pasuk in Shmua, Lomil Kotin Tassel Chana, the mother of Shmuel, made a small me'il, a cape, a cloak for him. And the Maj'ash tells us, me'il." The Maj'ash tells us that when Shmuel was old, he was wearing the same me'il. This is the me'il that he grew up in by Nikvar, and this is the me'il that he was buried in by Allah. And that's the me'il that later on, when Shaul HaMelech called him from the Olam he came with that Me'il. Says the Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, this means to say that that Me'il that his mother made for him as a young child grew with him, similar to the clothing in the times of the Midbar that grew with Kla Yisrael. But the question is, in the Midbar the nace was necessary, they didn't have clothing stores. Why did Shmuel's Me'il that his mother made for him as a child continued to grow with him and stay with him the rest of his life says Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, because there was something very special about this Me'il Bechlal, why did his mother make a Me'il? the Radak says a Me'il was usually made for G'daylom not for Kitanim. says the Radak roi isoy. it was from an abundance of love that his mother made this Me'il for Shmuel when he was a child Says Rabhaim Shmolevitz is called Seha, all of her tears, Utfiloisho and her prayers, Eskalavasa, her love, Khaliba, her heart, Nos no Khan Hanavial, Toy Khami She put into, she poured into, she imbued into The me'il, all of this, and this was absorbed and saturated into this me'il, and the me'il turned into a source of avon chesed. And when Shmuel put on that me'il, Nishnasu byavas Yisrael, the avas Hakadosh Baruch adain katz. When he wore that me'il, he felt the avas Hashem. It was pouring through him. And together, he would that when he wore that meil, he was full of Avas Hashem, and he went to be makar of Klai Yisrael. And he went around to the cities to tell them to var Hashem, and to teach them how to do things properly. And that mid of Avas Yisrael that he had, and the ability to give over the Avas Hashem to Kla Yisrael, was from that meil that he was wearing. And therefore, he never wanted to take it off. That gave him the power, it invested in him, that Avas Hashem, Yisrael, and therefore HaKadosh Baruch who made a nais that that me'il grew with him never got worn out and that's the me'il he continued to wear that's the power that a person has to infuse and invest in a doymim Chana put in her tears and her tfilois and her heart and her love and that me'il turned into a source of ava. Avas Yisrael, Avas HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because of what Chana put into it. It's also the same thing can be done l'Rach, as I'll tell us. The Mizbeach is not allowed to have Barzal on it. You're not allowed to put any iron because iron is what swords are made of. And a sword is made lekatzer to shorten someone's life. The Mizbeach, through the Kapara, lengthens a person's life. And the question is, do swords kill? People kill. Well, the sword, the sword's the killer. The barzel is the killer. And the answer is yes. When a person kills with a sword, he puts into the barzel the kayach of killing, the kayach of mechabel. It's in that kay in that inanimate object, now has this kayach. that doesn't belong on the mizbeach. On the flip side, Chazal say azeh, that there's no base Hamigdash Shulchan Ishalada Mechaperalav. His table is Mechaper. Says Rashi, why? Because you feed guests, you feed Aniim at your table. What's after with the table? I feed the Ani. He eats. The table happens to be the Kakali that we use. And the answer is, you invest in that table. When you do a it's stuck up, it becomes a Miseyach. It becomes more than just a table. It becomes a table that was used to be mechaev, poor people, to give, to do chesed, it becomes a mizbeach kaporo. Says Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, if this is true about a doymim, if this is j- true about an inanimate object, that it could be mechavel, such unbelievable kachos that are invested in it. Could you imagine when you invest something into a person? Shemiz gad lo dom mesiras nafesh if a person is brought up with mesiras nafesh with the people who raised him. And they put into him and they invested in him love and Mesiris Nefesh and Tfilais and Kaikais. Could you imagine what he absorbed? Can you imagine the Kaikais that he has in him now? Unbelievable Kaikais of Mesiris Nefesh and Avas Hazulas that he received because he was brought up that way. And that says, Reb Chaim why of all the names of Moshe Rabbeinu, that we use the name of Moshe, Ki menamayim mishisiu. Basya Basparoi was being moiser nefesh to save Moshe. Her father had given out an edict: all the boys were thrown into the yard; they have to be killed. And she risked her life to save Moshe Abenu, and then to raise him in the palace. That mesiras nefesh, that gemilus chasadim that she did with him, that went into him; it penetrated him; he absorbed it, and it became part of his koyches and therefore Moshe Rabbeinu is now the Goyel and mashian Shal Yisrael because he is someone who could be Moser Nefesh for Kla Yisrael. He stood up so many times to save them. He even said, Vimayim Na m'sifracha Take me out of your safe retire, Rabbi Nishalaylam. That's how much he was Moser Nefesh. That's how much he was Gaimel Chesed for Kla Yisrael. Where did Moser Abenu get that power? He got that power from the Mesiraz Nefesh and the Gemilz Chasodim that Basya Yobaz Pari did with him. He is the recipient. Receive those kaiches from her. He is that recipient. Is the one who inv- was invested the kaiches of ras Nefesh and Gemilos Chasadim, and it became part of his Mitzias, and that gave him the power to be able to be the Mashiach Shal Yisrael. As Rabchaim says in a different shmuz, the same Yisoid, Kikomashah, noisin, noisin, la macabo, whatever you give, Magia la Venichnas boy, beloishir, it goes into him without any shear, it goes in so much, and that Messir nefesh, Moshe Rabbeinu got from Basia Basparoi and therefore the Sipurne is telling us that she gave him his marching orders she gave him his job in life to be someone who is a Moshe. but according to Reb Chaim Shalevitz, it was more than just giving him his marching orders she gave him that power she gave him that Kayach to be the Moisir Nefesh she gave him that Kayach to be the Gaimel of Chesed of Kla Yisrael <coughs> my good friend Reb Aaron and his wife are making a chasana this coming week. The Ifruf was today. And he put the Rav of Young Israel in Cleveland Heights. And he put out a kuntres to cover the chasana. And in the Akadama he wrote some regoshim he had, some emotions and feelings he had about the Siyam And he said over the Misa the Raburin Reich said about Abba Rabba, there was a Yid after the war in a city in Europe. His cousin told him the story. Abavram Avram was a shamer of Shabbos, but that's about it. He didn't learn. He didn't come to davening during the week. He only came on Shabbos, but on Shabbos, when he came, he said the bracha of Avarabah with tears and emotion, tears rolling down his face. And finally, someone told him, Avram, what's the pshat here? You're not even a kaveitim Latira. You don't come to davening every day. What's this Avarabah with the tears? And he said, I'll tell you the truth. I, as a child, remember my father before the war, Tamachacham, and this is how he said, Avarabo. I have nothing left from before the war. My father was shot in front of my eyes. But for that moment, when I say avarabo and I relive the way my father said Avarabo, that moment, I'm back together with my father. I'm not missing anything. And Reburn Reich was saying, don't take for granted this tefillah of Aver-Abo. Because this Rebbe Avraham has children and grandchildren who are Tamidichachamim, because of an Avarabah that he said just to be together with his father. Rebbe David pointed out and he said his hargish was, could you imagine, 100 years ago, a yid, the decides one day, Ron Rosh Hashanah perhaps, when Yom Kippur. He's going to have more Kavona and Avarabo, and he develops a Kavona, and eventually he's saying with emotion and tears, and he has a little son, his son, not even ready to learn too much, then the war breaks out, there's no more Torah for his son, and he probably thinks to himself, what's going to be, what's going to be with my child, what's going to be with me, who's ever going to remember me, who's ever going to remember me, and he's killed, Al-Kiddush Hashem, and his son continues to say the Avarabo. But, a hundred years later, Rabu Reich gets up and says over his story about Ava Rabba in front of 90,000 people in the stadium, and maybe close to a million people, or perhaps more, watching it and being a part of the Siyam And all of a sudden, that little Avaraba, that little Kabbalah that he made, is making waves throughout the world not in his lifetime, many, many, many years later, says Rabbi Lebeviks, don't take for granted any small thing you do. You never know what it's going to accomplish. And I would add on, could you imagine, and Dalit or hey Tavis of Tavshin Shinpei, a call went out to Ganeden to Rabbi Avram to come, and to have such an aliyah for his neshama, all of a sudden, he's being thrown so much schar, and he's wondering, he was killed 80 years ago, what exactly is going on here? And they tell me you don't understand. Today, a million people were nesayur from your averabba. It's all your tzchus, the averabba that you said with emotion, had an impact on your son. It was your son absorbed it. Your son had nothing else after the war but that averabba. He absorbed it. It became a part of him. And because it became a part of him, then many many years later. It became a part of Kla Yisrael and many people were in from your Avarabo and now look at the sechar that you're going to get from Bima so many people. We don't realize the effect that we have on our children. Number one, we have to invest in ourselves. Put and tfilas and demayas into ourselves to be a role model for our children. They should see what it means to be a Yid. Someone who learns teriyad, does chesed, who comes to davening. Be an example for them when they see it. We don't realize it, but it becomes a part of who they are, and we never know what's going to happen. A father's avarabo continued to his son, continued to grandchildren and great grandchildren. Now is continue on to a kla but also to realize that when we raise our children and our Talmidim and we invest in them, we create a Mi'il cotton that Mi'il cotton is full of Tvilois, it's full of tears, it's full of Mesiris Nefesh, it's full of Chesed to our children and realize that it's going in, it's creating who they are. (coughs) We may not see the results right away, we may not even receive, see the results ever. But something's happening. We create that meal katan. We invest in our children. It becomes a part of them, as Reb Chaim Shmulevet says. Everything we do for them becomes a part of them. And if it becomes a part of them, it gives them the kaychas to be able to continue our legacy and their legacy. That's the me'il katan that every one of us creates for our children. And if we keep that in mind, even though it's hard, because we don't see the peris, but we should know that all of our efforts are not going nowhere. They're being made a part of, of of the DNA of our children. They are going in taich They are going into him They're being they're being absorbed. They're being absorbed by our children, becoming a part of who they are. And that is the Katan that we create. We shouldak be to keep that in mind, to pour in our Tvilais, pour in our Messi Nefesh, pour in our Kais to ourselves, our children, create that milkaton, and then we'll realize that lesson that Basya Baspare taught us